This is episode 145 of the Two Bald Brothers and a Microphone podcast, where we talk about the people, process, and technology to work together better inside of enterprises. This episode was recorded on December 12th, 2017. In this episode, I talk with John Brady about his real-world experience with the four disciplines of execution. I'm covering this book with Tommy as we do our annual planning, and I'm excited to hear about how John has used the concepts in the book in past roles. We also discuss how to apply the book to our business at Three Will. Enjoy the episode, and thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Two Bald Brothers in a Microphone podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I'm not here with another bald brother. You got you got some hair there. What's got, up with you, buddy? I've got some left. You yeah. know. <laughs> Keep on to it. Hold on to it with all your might. I'm here with a, a new three-wheeler, uh, a John Brady. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And we are, as, as if you guys are listening to the podcast, uh, we're going through a book. And that's the four disciplines of execution. We're big uh, Franklin Covey fans, Stephen Covey fans around here. So once I heard that this book was out there and it was sort of had the background of, of it being something that's um, Covey related, related to business, I was like, we got to look at this thing and, and take a look at it. So. So you found out that we were we were going through this book and you're like, hey, I've got some real world experience with this. Yeah, I've uh, actually in my previous career, I used this a bunch with um, multiple employees, getting them engaged. Um, actually, a really great tool uh, across multiple platforms of different businesses. Nice. So Nice. And so if you're new to um, the four disciplines of ex- execution, I'll go through them. There's, so there's obviously four of them. And let's hit those. The first one is focus in on the wildly important the second discipline is act on lead measures. And you saw the other day in the uh, company meeting how I was helping people define lead measures and lag exactly. measures and some of that stuff. We talked talked about that. Uh, the discipline three is to get this out in front of everybody's face, which is create a compelling scorecard. And then four is you have to have some way to, um, some cadence along with this. In Scrum, we have the two-week sprints and the retrospective and you have to have a way of creating the accountability as part of what the system is as well. So what did you, when you first started using this, was, did somebody introduce this to you or how did this come about? So this was introduced uh, to us j- just really to help us understand our goals. Okay. Um, in this previ- previous business, it was uh, really hard. It was a retail environment. Uh So trying to get everybody involved and really understand uh, what the goal was and making Mm -hmm. sure everybody's on the same page, um, they wanted to implement something that really gave us some good guidelines, you know? So, um, you know, this was, it was a great tool. Uh, It kind of unified, brought everybody together in an understanding and it helped 
everyone else see what was going on as well mm -hmm. inside the company. So mm -hmm. everybody knew what goals, what we were reaching for. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it was really, really helpful. Well, it's interesting in the book, one of the examples that they have is about uh, retail is a retail example from down in I think it's either Phipps or Linux. And they were describing, um, you know, a store and tr them trying to make better year over year revenue. And uh, how I think a part of this that Tommy and I are experience is, is trying to distinguish lead measures from lag measures. And then the all important one of which lead measure are we going to focus in on? Because we don't want to pick, it seems like if you pick the wrong one, then you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, for this one, they basically looked at, uh, you know, the, the amount of revenue per salesperson and they had one of them was off the charts and it's like what is that person doing and it was a lot of things like they would you know they would spend extra time with the customer bringing up multiple pairs of shoes out they knew more about so there were some core things that that person was doing different than everyone else what's really interesting is is that if if you went through what that person did it's like oh no it's common sense yeah if you just did that but they were everyone wasn't applying the same thing and you right. and so that's part of the key of this is is focus exactly is what am i going to focus in on so how difficult so you, when you were first off with coming up with the um the wildly important goal was that something you did as a team or how did that, how did you guys come up with that so it was done as a team mm -hmm. and with that being a team effort is, is step one. Mm -hmm. Everyone is involved in creating the goal. It is not one person saying, guys, this is what we're going to do. Yep. It's, hey, everybody, what do we want our goal to be? What are we shooting for? Yeah. Um, and, you know, this first discipline, everybody has goals. Everybody has uh, that point they want to meet. And we don't want it to be business as usual. That's bad. Mm -hmm. um, that's not an improvement. So setting the goal is an extremely important step. And I think that's why they have it as, you know, step one. This is mm -hmm. setting a widely important goal is a um, fully involved everyone together. This is what we want to do. Was it always a revenue goal or was it just different? What was it? It was just a mix of different types of goals that nope. you had? Yeah, it was a mix. It okay. was very rarely was it involving revenue. Okay. Um, was it know, customer service or? Exactly. Okay. You know, our, as, as we progress, you know, customer service, you know, that's one thing you want to make sure you don't lose. Yeah. Customer service is key to growing your business. So a lot of our focus was on customer service mm -hmm. and making that our goal. Come. The revenue follows. Yes. Um, so that was a huge, uh, trying to get everybody's mindset in the right spot. Um, so again, this being the first discipline, setting that wildly important goal really unifies everybody in what everyone as a whole wants to achieve. Nice. And so. you and I were are working together on the customer satisfaction surveys mm -hmm. and we're using, did you use net promoter score or was it some other measure that you had? Like as far as measuring the customer um, we did. satisfaction? We, yep. We sent out customer satisfaction emails after yep. every visit um, and we would get feedback and that would in turn feedback to our guys there in the store. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times our WIG, our wildly important goal, uh, was based around our score. Yeah. Um, you know, why didn't we get that 10? Uh, yep. What would make it better? Things like that. And what our goal was going to be. What was your goal? Um, mm -hmm. I'm 90% of the time, I want 10s. 
mm-hmm. you know, whatever that is, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So, and then, um, so your lead, me- what were, remember some of your lead measures? What were some of the examples of those lead measures? Well, I'll tell you right now, lead measures is the one of most one of the most difficult things yeah. <laughs> to wrap your arms around, yeah. um, even if you've made hundreds of them, yeah. because you've got to ask yourself multiple questions. Yeah. Um, okay, so step one's wildly important goal. Well, what's my lead measure going to be? Well, let's say our goal. I'm sorry. Let's yeah. say my goal is to be, I'm going to get 90% 10 ratings on every email. Okay, Okay, what's my lead going to be? My lead is going to be to make sure I get those 90%. (laughs) That's It's not a lead. Um, Yeah, yeah. The hardest thing uh, for people to really wrap their arms around or wrap their heads around is a lead is prior to getting that score. The score is your your aftermath, your byproduct. It is your... um, what am I going to do beforehand to make this outcome be exactly what I want it to be? So that may be, Hey, I'm going to stay in contact with my customers. Um, I'm going to send out five emails a day, um, you know, to five different customers. And I'm going to do that five times a week. Um, you set yourself up really some timelines, you set yourself up some, some quantities and really make it. So even if it wasn't you walking in, looking, uh, at the scoreboard, which is, you know, one of the other, um, four disciplines, you know, if somebody was able to walk in and look at your scoreboard, they can look at the wig. Wow. That's their wig. What's their lead? Oh, the lead is this. And it has to be understood by everyone. Yep. Um, so again, the lead measure is just as important, if not more important than the wig, yeah. uh, your wildly important goal. So. And I, I think reading through the book, one of the examples that they gave, um, which helped sort of solidify this, which mm-hmm. was, you know, let's say your wig, and this is a personal wig, maybe like to lose weight. I want to lose 10 pounds. Everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody wants to lose 10 pounds. And so what are the lead measures that you can measure to see what these are? And they were like, you know, one of the obvious ones, it's, it's, it's either the input or the output of calories. Sure. And so you can measure, you know, number of minutes exercise, which would show, you know, are you out there burning calories? And then the other big thing is the amount of calories you have coming in. And it's sort of like there's this, I know there's lots of theories out there that sure. about keto diets and all sorts of crazy diets, <laughs> but it is, a, it's an input and output thing, you know, at a general high level. And so they're like, well, if you measure the amount of time you exercised versus and measure the amount of calories you're intaking, sure, um, that those are key things that are leads towards how much you're going to weigh when you go on to the scale tomorrow morning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll we'll put it in. Let me let me turn it into a different scenario. Sure. Let's sure, do please. shoes, for instance. Okay. Let's say. Uh, somebody is like, you know what? I want to expand my shoe collection. I'm using this so we can use a good quantity mm-hmm. and, and set it up right. So if I wanted 365 new pairs of shoes in my closet by the end of the year, you know, that is All right, your Imelda wig. Marcos. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> huge. So anyways, that's your wig, you know. So mm-hmm. what am I going to do? And everybody's original answer is like, I'm going to buy more shoes. 
well, that's not really giving you yeah. uh, quantities and times and anything like that. If you're going to, and I use 365, you know, mm-hmm. odd number, but it's how many numbers are in the year. So yeah. I'm going to buy one pair of shoes every day, but, you know, from January 1st to the end of the year. And that is going to help me reach my goal. Yeah. That's my lead. That's, you know, that's what's going to help me get there. Uh-huh. Um, but again, you know, if we step back into, so understanding that on a simple, in a simple area, the weight loss, everybody's like, oh, I'm just going to watch my calorie intake yeah. or yeah. I'm going to exercise more. Okay, well, me exercising more and you exercising more and you exercise, that could mean multiple different yeah times and what type of exercise so anyways you know you want to set up if i'm going to lose weight i'm going to drop my calorie intake to x amount uh and i'm going to do that you know six days a week because i gotta have the cheat day yeah and uh (laughs) you know and i'm going to go to the gym and i'm going to work i'm going to do cardio for one hour uh three days a week and i'm going to work out with weights and everything uh two days a week um, and, you know, just really still set yourself up, you know, those measures that are going to get you to your goal yep. of losing weight. Cause and, you know, you can't use that simple answer of, oh, I'm just yeah. going to do it. You know? And they said that, you know, the, the lead measures have to be X by X by this date. And so mm-hmm. typically you're trying to set up, you know, I'm going to move from this to this by, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, those are, those are the wigs have to be set up that way. I could be getting that wrong, but, um, so you, you want to set it up in an pro- appropriate way, but then trying to, I think along with this, um, you know, the other day at the company meeting again, where I was talking about lead versus lag measures, I was sort of reflecting on my marketing dashboard. And I said, I think for this year I had, my lead measure was the number of blog posts that I do per month because I had an aggressive goal of doing 10 blog posts per month. And I say that because it's got to be that lead has to be something that's, it's measurable, it's influenceable. Uh, I mean, it's got to be something I can say, well, today I could go write a blog post. Sure. I can go make an impact on that. It would, it will probably lead towards getting more leads, which is what marketing is all about. Mm -hmm. But that is something I can show the number of blog posts that I did this month. Um, really I was sort of like, when I looked at my marketing dashboard, I said, I think this could be my lead measure. And this might be the thing that I measure into next year and, you know, may get more aggressive with that. Or maybe, you know, we, my wig for this past year was three new enterprise clients by the end of the year. And an enterprise client was defined as a company with a billion in revenue or greater. And so we, it was very well-defined and we mm-hmm. did four of them this year. So I exceeded my goals, which is why I'm taking off the rest of the month of December. I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, it's, it was interesting to reflect on sort of the things that we're already doing um, and I'm also interested, uh, you know, I'm having the, um, we're doing annual planning. And so part of the reason for this book was to look at how do my marketing goals roll up into the company go- goals? Because, you know, we'll have an overall company wig that we have. And then, you know, delivery will probably have a wig and mm-hmm. marketing will have a wig and sales will have a wig. Um, and sort of how do, the, how do they work together and to support the overall company wig? Sure. Um, well, you're, and one thing you talked about, you're actually talking about 
your dashboard. Uh-huh. Um, yep, which gets of, in with number three, which is yeah. create the compelling dashboard. So if you think about it, you said lag measure. That's a big thing yeah. in this book. The dashboard is one big lag measure. Mm-hmm. That's already happened. Yep. You yep. can't change it. It's there. Um, easy way to think about a lead measure is can I see and touch it right now? Yeah. No, because the, the see and touch right now has already happened. It's yeah. a lag measure. Uh, yep. I ended up in this room on this podcast, yep. the lagging measure. I made it. I'm here. <laughs> well, you're, you know, doing this podcast will end up turning into a blog post there on the you website. Go. So, there you, you know, <laughs> so, and, and I think this is something that is extremely yeah, helpful yeah. to one, everybody listening yeah. to this, because again, uh, wigs, leads and lags, you've got to be able to differentiate what they are. And yeah. everybody wants to look at their dashboards and their scores yeah. and their, um, there's scoreboards and that's your yeah, lag. It's yeah. already happened. I really so. think the, um, the key with this is applying some, the thought around what should the lead measure be. Yes. Um, cause for instance, sales, you know, you're in sales, mm-hmm. you know, I can't yep. go to you, go to you and say, Oh, go just, you know, go, go make more sales. You know, like, you know, like, well, yeah. there's things that lead up to that. And I think what's nice about this is the process of discussing what it is that we're going to focus in on. Like I did before I, when I worked with a, um, this was probably five, six years ago, s- someone helping me out with sales, mm-hmm. we were measuring the amount of communication with clients. So we were looking at phone calls. We were looking at the number of emails that were going out one-to-one. And so that was our, I think back then, that was our lead measure was the amount of communication. We had a good time with it where we had a dashboard where the, yeah. you know, his on one side <clears throat> and my on the other. And we made a game out of it. We made the game out, game out of it, which was which I think the compelling dashboard Absolutely. helps you not just not, not compete, but just so everybody feels like they're contributing yes. to the team's goals, which I everybody wants to feel that way, right? Yeah, and, and me being new here at Three Wheels, my biggest thing is I want to contribute and what Mm -hmm. can I do to contribute? What's my goals? What can I set as a lead to meet that goal? Mm -hmm. Um, Where's where's my dashboard? I can go up and I can, I can put it on the scoreboard, you know? So everybody has that in their business. And, you know, the main thing with four disciplines is making sure that everybody is involved. It's the biggest thing. There's, there's, horrible terms like worker bees yeah. and your executives and well you know all these guys have different goals in life yeah. and but we all need to have the same goal at work yeah uh, we all need to be striving towards that so absolutely absolutely and so the fourth one that we have is the cadence of accountability did you guys uh, in, did you get together once a week or what was the format that was typically done for the accountability piece of this so we had a meeting once a week, a quick conference call with everybody, kind of going over the, uh, you know, what they set up. We looked at the wig. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody would announce, hey, you know, this was my wig. Uh, here is my uh, current lead that I have set up. Okay. And here's, they would produce their lagging measures. Hey, this was my lead. I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to do this, this, and this to be at. 90% okay. of all 10s, um, and this is my lag. I, I hit 80%. I fell short. Uh-huh. Uh, here, you know, here's some notes I've made. I plan on doing this, uh, and they create almost a new lead measure. I'm okay. going to work with Danny um, uh, 
twice on Tuesday and once on Thursday in communicating customer service emails or whatever it would be. So there's a process that's built into this of sort of iterating on what the lead is yep. that maybe makes it a more effective lead. Correct. And since probably sometimes a less effective lead and you're learning that. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. So this, uh, and that a lot of this, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we do two week sprints on projects mm -hmm. and there's an account, the, the accountability or the sort of the introspective piece of this is doing what's called a project ret retrospective, where you talk about what you're going to start doing, what you're going to stop doing, what you're going to continue doing, which sounds like is a, is a piece of these meetings as well. It is. Yeah. And it's something that as three will is, is already being done uh, with these, you know, with these different meetings that we're already having. So yep. we're already actually doing step four. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have step one. There's yeah. a, there's a goal yep. uh, and we're doing step four and it's just, you know, really introducing how are we going to get there? Yeah. What are we going to do beforehand to make sure we get there? And what what was our outcome? <laughs> to wrap this up, because I know you need to take off, because one of your lead measures might be meeting up with clients, <laughs> being on the phone with clients and number of phone calls a day Absolutely. or meetings a day. What are your thoughts on so far sort of in this new technology environment and starting to work with myself and Tommy with and Bruce any thoughts that you've had so far where you're like, oh, that could be a really good lead measure or, I, you know, anything that's come up so far that um, might, you know, sort of look at something that says, oh, that could lead towards more sales. Um, anything that you've seen so far that's come up at all? I think really staying in touch with our customers, mm -hmm. uh, whether that be once a month, once every two months, you know, inactive accounts. Yeah. A lot of people view inactive accounts as, well, we're done with it, yeah. move on. Yep. Uh, as to where an inactive account is just another opportunity. Yep. Um, so again, I think uh, a really good lead would be, let's say, uh, not setting this up for myself, yeah. but hey, you know, let's, let's revisit our inactive customers once a month, mm -hmm. shoot them an email, see how we're doing. For instance, we're in January, or I'm sorry, December, almost in January. <laughs> uh, we're in December right now. And uh, Tommy and myself has, yeah. have been going out meeting with clients just yeah. as simple Christmas visits. Yeah. Yep. And I can't tell you just out of the, the half of the visits we've done so far, yeah. how many new projects we yes. have started uh, and getting ramped up and ready yep. for 2018. Yep. I mean, we have really filled our plate just because we wanted to go out and say hi and yes. introduce myself. And that yeah. turned into... Uh, you know, turned into projects. And yeah. it's it's a really uh, great thing to reach out to customers. So yeah, I would say reaching out to customers yeah. once once every month or two and seeing how they're doing, catch up. Hey, I want to come by and just say hi. Yep. Shake your hand, make sure everything's going good. Face-to-face -face visits, I yep. think, could be a really great... I mean, that's something... Huge. Um, you know, Tommy and I are, are both introverted, so mm -hmm. that's not our natural tendency. Yep. That's why we ha like having extroverts oh, like yeah. you around. I like going so out. So if you're energized by going around and meeting people, <laughs> it's that you fill a need around here. And uh, yeah, it's I, I definitely could see within sales is just being able to um, meet up person to person. Sure. You've got, we've, we have happy clients. You've seen this so far. You know, the clients <laughs> are not like, oh, geez, these jerks from Three Wheel are coming Absolutely. down. And it's more of, yeah, we've enjoyed working with you guys. How can, you know, and talking about what's going next from mm -hmm. there. Um, and, and a part of it as well, you know, some of them I think we, we definitely can 
we could do a better job with staying in touch with Absolutely. folks, and it might be that we're not, you know, reaching out as often as we should. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Thanks. Um, look forward to. Uh, I'll be talking with uh, the folks as we go into planning for this next year. I'll probably have some more questions for you around the actual implementation of this. Absolutely. But um, this has been a really fun conversation. Thanks, John. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye bye.